What's up, everybody? Welcome to Crypto with Coop. I'm Coop, and this is the spot for fun, informative conversations with influential people in the crypto space. And today, I've got a great one for you. I'm talking to Ibu from Algo HQ. Algo HQ is a channel that focuses solely on the Algorand ecosystem. I met Ibu a few months back at ETH Denver, and we've been friendly ever since. But you know how it goes, folks. Sometimes friends have a, a little bit of a dust up. And if you've been in the Algorand crypto Twitter bubble, you may have noticed a back and forth between Ibu and I about a month ago, but it's all good, folks. We talk about it in this conversation, we get it out of the way real fast, and then we move on to what actually matters. Algorand mass adoption and growth. I think it's a fun conversation between two longtime Algorand content creators, and I hope you enjoy it. Before that, let's get a word from our sponsor, Headline Inc. Headline is building essential Algorand ecosystem tools. They got a DEX that just went live on Testnet, HDX. It's a flat fee trading platform. Well, it's actually free if you hold a Platinum Astro NFT. But yeah, they're building all sorts of things. They have an analytics platform, an options protocol, a social media network, a NFT marketplace called NFT Factory. There's a lot, folks. Basically, if Algorand needs it, Headline is building it. All right. Well, without further ado, here is my conversation with Ibu from Algo HQ. So, uh, well, how are you doing first? How's everything going? Uh, things are like so dynamic right now and everything's like uh, moving quickly. So I'm, um, I'm enjoying it. I, I like that. I like that kind of feeling. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, things are good. What about you? You know, I'm I'm chilling. I'm about to have a baby and um, I'm, you know, doing some of these, trying to get some stuff done before I probably will go quiet for about a week or so. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, so it feels all kind of hectic. I'm putting shelves up in the garage. I'm reorganizing my garage. I'm doing, you know, just a bunch of things. Right, right. Got to get yeah. everything ready. Yeah, we're trying to get organized and ready. But so, okay. So you are uh, Algo HQ, you, and I believe you also... You work, or do you work at AB2? Do I have that right? Yeah. 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 So you also work at AB2. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we were talking right before this. You said that you have a scoop for me, which I'm very interested to hear. But, you mm -hmm. know, a couple, of, a couple of weeks ago, there was a competition on social media. And it, there was maybe a little dust up. I thought maybe I was like, oh, maybe uh, Ibu's kind of, you know, throwing some shade my way. And I got maybe for about 24 hours, I was like a little like, huh. Um, so, so then I was like, well, whatever, like, what are we even doing here? Let's, let's talk it out and then let's talk it out for everybody. Uh, I mean, how do you, uh, wh what are your thoughts on that? What I just said? Yeah. So there was like this algorithm foundation tweet that was like, we're doing awards and, um, well, first I want to preface everything by saying I'm just like a very competitive person. So that's just the preface before everything. So when I, yeah, yeah. I always want to win things, even if it means yeah, yeah. nothing. But yeah, yeah. Um, so they, me, so they tweeted too. like, we're doing this, these awards, like here's the influencer awards, whatever. And um, you won. I mean, definitely like well-deserved. You do amazing stuff. But I was like, damn, like, I, I, I wish I had won that. I know it sounds like kind of dumb, but I just like, that's just the kind of person I am. But then mm -hmm. also, yeah, upon reflection, and then we talked it out in DMs and, yeah, really, it's um, it's like that was maybe the one time that like maybe not the one time that Algorand Foundation has has been like recognizing creators like they have recognized creators and, and amplified us in the past. 
But um, what we talked about, and I think what we agreed on is that as creators in this space, we, you know, we carry our own weight and we like give a certain value to the community. And we like, uh, and I, I consider that value to be like um, confidence. Like we give confidence to the community as we are dedicating our time and our effort to covering this ecosystem, giving a voice to projects and 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 devs and and you know pe- investors and people who work in this space that's still growing and coming up. Um, but sometimes it feels like as creators we have to like fight for the scraps of of like recognition. Um, so I was just like kind of salty about that, uh, and I don't. I think I I misdirected it. Um, and I apologize for that, but I think the, the the at the end of the day, like the the way I was feeling is that um, the Algorand Foundation, and we kind of jumped straight into the meat here. Like we, it's only the fourth, yeah. it's only like the third minute of this interview, and we're already like, I know you're like you're like, bro. I thought you would like, you know, I thought you'd wine and dine me a little appetizer, give me a right, glass of right. wine. Like you're like, no. Well, I mean, we don't have to fool. I mean, I want to talk about this and we're going to talk about this. And I I, I did. I kind of surprised myself by bringing it up so quickly. Um, but yeah, no, continue. Continue. Why not? Well, Why I like how you brought it up. I like how you brought it up first just so we could like um, yeah. air it out. But yeah, uh, yeah so the, 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 the long story short is that I feel like the Algorand Foundation does great stuff. They throw great events. They support, uh, you know, that that's like community stuff. But then they support projects. They support creators uh, of like NFTs and and um, and products and developers. But it doesn't always feel like they give that same energy, effort, or investment to content creators. And I find that having um, you know over the past two years since like 2020, the creators and the content creators and the memers and the influencers in in other uh, blockchain spaces are so important to driving the momentum of that ecosystem. Like if you look mm-hmm. at the Bitcoin people, if you look at the Ethereum people, and then the Solana people came up and they all kind of had their boom. Um, yeah. You and I are in that same vein in the Algorand space, but Algorand has not had that boom yet. So yeah. what I'm trying to say is, remember that the, the people on Twitter and the content creators are going to be the ones capturing new audience members when things turn back around market wise. So it's, I find it's like, just make sure that we feel valued enough that we're going to stick around and we're not feeling like, cause sometimes I felt like, yo, I'm putting in all this work. I'm like doing videos all the time. Like, especially before I took the job at AB2, like I was doing videos all the time and uh didn't like didn't really receive that much for it it's like not getting not getting paid kind of like worrying okay am i going to be able to make this video and and edit this interview when i have to like take a job you know in the ecosystem so i can like keep the lights on but then if yeah. i take the job and a lot of my time's going to the job i won't be able to like continue giving the community that like uh that content so people can share it around and like we can keep growing so yeah, point long winded, but point being like um, it's important to value like the creators and, and the the talking heads, because like those are the people that are going to they take the voice of the community and amplify it. And if you don't have yeah. those people, then you don't have you don't have like um, any 
any amplification really. Yeah. And then and also to that point, we're we're also guys that have been around for a while. You know, if Algorand right. has that boom moment, you might have some guys that are going to come talk about it that have maybe bigger, uh, bigger platforms at that time. But it's like, you know, supporting these guys like you and, you know, there's some other guys as well that right. have been around for a while and have been doing it for, you know, a smaller but growing audience. And mm -hmm. just to go back to that moment a few weeks ago where, you know, then maybe I kind of reacted a little bit, you know, and um, but I also get it. Like we met in ETH Denver and um, you, you was one of the first things you said. You're like, yeah, man, I'm a bit competitive. And I was like, well you know, yeah, so am I. I mean, what are we, what are we even, are, are you there? Sorry. Yeah, I'm here. I was just sitting. Oh, <laughs> my bad. You were, you were so still. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> you were so like focused and still. I was like, did we glitch? And no, we didn't. You, you totally were just listening. But, uh, but I guess, I guess the point is, is that when we had that, I got a little offended because I'm like, look, man, like I'm just doing the best that I can. And just like you, you know, we're all doing the best that I can and and uh, or we can. So but it's good. You know, whatever. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry for like uh, for, for getting salty, honestly. Um, yeah, I think what's like kind of frustrating at this point for me is that I've been on the Algo HQ side trying to reach out to foundation people and get some type of support or or funding or or etc to expand the algo hq operation you know make it more official make it uh maybe like get get another contributor or something like that um and it just seems like they're the the frustrating thing is that it's they're so willing seemingly to give funding to a lot of different development projects mm -hmm. but so unwilling to give it to the creators who are like amplifying those projects and i'm just like yeah. okay how do you expect us to continue doing this at, you know, at infinitum if we, if it's always going to be a side gig in your eyes for us? Yeah. Like yeah. if you can't, if you can't, if people at the foundation, and I have a lot of respect for people at the foundation, like, don't get me wrong. This is not like a, I'm not digging. I'm just like, just, just saying how I feel. But yeah. Um, if like, if you're willing to let, uh, developers get a grant and et cetera to take their project full time and build an Algorand. It's so much harder to quantify the value add of what we do than what, yeah. uh, than what like um, a DEX will do, for example. Like you can look at those numbers, you can look at the money and you can look at the revenues and say, okay, and they can launch a token and then you can like, they can have their investment because now the Algorand Foundation has changed their strategy from grants to more investments. So yeah they are now trying to pick projects that they can invest in and have a return on, you know, in a few years, if they were to invest in the recoup or algo HQ, it's much uh, more obscure how they could like get that return. The return is really like, if we can be supported and continue what we do, then all your, the rest of your investments will thrive more. Yeah. So absolutely. It's, I get that. Yeah, go ahead. I, and I, I think that they, um, I think their position, and I haven't been told this explicitly, but they also are, they, they don't want to pick favorites. I think that they have this idea that they don't want to like just, you know, fund the recoup and then Algo HQ feels like they're left in the dust or Crypto Nerd or JT or whoever. Um, right. So I think that they, I, I don't know. I mean, hopefully they're working on something to help support the community because that is what, what we're doing is in support of the community. 
right? I mean, yeah. that's that's what we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is. It's 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 for the community. That's like when I started Algo HQ, um, I was on TikTok at the beginning of 2021, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm honestly not the biggest like TikTok scroller, but I kind of like sometimes have like times where I just like go on TikTok and whatever. Actually, like the funny thing is I post a lot on TikTok, especially on Algo HQ, but I almost never like go and scroll. I just like go right. straight to the plus button because I know how addictive that algorithm is. But um, yeah. so I was on TikTok and I, I looked up Algorand and there was absolutely nothing. So I was like, okay, if I just start a channel about Algorand, I'll be the only Algorand channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what, what happened. And the reason I wanted to start it, not just because of that, was because I was trying to explain algo to my friends and say like, Oh, this is really cool. Like you should check it out. Um, invest, maybe like look at a few projects. This is before we had any DeFi or anything like that. The first few months of algo HQ were so like, it was all like, uh, you know, speculation videos and like, it was like talking about the tech, the founders, and then like early, early partnerships where nothing had happened really. And then like speculation, okay, maybe this will happen. So it was kind of like, I'm actually glad that to see the development that the ecosystems had in the past year. Now we can actually talk about real things that are like actually working is so yeah. exciting. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into Algo HQ is just to try to give the algorithm community some pillar to like go to and find some videos and content. And maybe if they want to share with their friend, they can do that. Yeah. Um, and then it's so great to see like, you started in like May, right? Didn't you start like April of 2021? Yeah, April 2021. Yep. But you were doing like stocks, right? I did four. Yeah, I did like uh, green, well, themed stocks. Like it was like green hydrogen. It was biofuels. Yeah, I did a few. And then I really sort of accidentally talked about um, a cryptocurrency. And then I was like, oh, people are actually watching that. And so, right. you know, then you start to notice, but it wasn't like, it, it wasn't, I just talked about it because I wanted to. And mm. then it was it was a similar um, a similar experience with Algorand. It was like it was before a yieldly or a tiny man. So it was j- basically just, OK, these are this is who this like the guy that created it. And look at Silvio McCauley and all the cool things that he's uh, accomplished in his life. Yeah. Look at all the great specs of the tech. But it was mm. all it was just about tech founders and you know cbdc's or whatever it was that we were thinking um uh, you know everybody was thinking and talking about yeah yeah this is a good opportunity actually we'll we'll kind of treat this like a regular interview so how long have you been in the algorand community like when did that come on your radar or when did like blockchain and crypto come on your radar so um all right so i i kind of enjoy telling this story because it's so random but uh march 2020 COVID hits Mm -hmm. I'm in, I'm a junior in college. Um, I, you know, they send us all home, go back mm-hmm. home to, to Brooklyn, um, text my boss at a, at my old boss at a restaurant saying, Hey, like, do you have availability? It turns out he had laid off like almost everybody because of COVID, but I lived so close to the restaurant and it was a pizza restaurant. So mm-hmm. he kind of very popular in New York, like, you know, wasn't really going to shut down. So I got, yeah. you know, four days a week there. Right. And then I was like, once I started there, I was like, okay, I can work this through the summer. And then I calculated how much I would make. And I was, it just like, wasn't, I just was like, okay, that's not even going to be enough. Like, cause I wanted to graduate with some savings. Right. So right. then I started to look into stocks. Right. 
Um, and actually, funny thing is I bought my first stock on like March 11th. Uh, and that was like unintentionally bottom of the COVID crash. And I spent like $10 on a Snapchat share. I nice. sold it at like $12 and it went up to like $75. Uh, so like, you know, it just shows how much I really knew about like what was going to happen. And like, I was such a yeah. new, but so I started yeah. with stocks. Um, I did a report for school about Spotify's financials. Uh, mm -hmm. I took a business class and I thought that was really interesting. So, you know, I was just looking into financial stuff and started with some stocks. My friend was like, check out Bitcoin, checked out Bitcoin, started on, you know, like simple few dollars investing. Uh, then I wanted to learn more about Bitcoin. So I did a report in the next semester of school about Bitcoin for a class just so I could learn about it. And I kind of yeah. like used my class as like a tool for that. Um, nice. Then in like September 2021, I saw a tweet. I started wait, wait, getting 20. No, no, 2020, right? 2020, September 2020. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I was getting into like Twitter and uh, because there was like stock Twitter and it was kind of entertaining. I saw a tweet that was like a billion euros has been sent on the Algorand blockchain for 0 0.001 algo. And I was like, then I looked up the price of algo and I was like, okay, that's super cheap. And I'd mm -hmm. never heard of anything like that before. So I started to get into it. And then I was finding not much success investing in stocks and crypto just based on gut feeling. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, I want to find something that's like the next Bitcoin, the next ETH, like something that's so technologically good that it's impossible to, that it won't like, something won't happen with it. And I right. found out that like, you know, with a lot of research, I found Algorand was just fit that criteria for me. I thought it was really cool and like compelling. So then I, yeah, so that it was like uh, September 2020. That's kind of when I first found Algorand, and then AlgoHQ came in May 2021. So I was a you know kind of checking out the ecosystem for a while, and then I was like, okay, you know, I want to. This ecosystem needs has so much space for people to join. So I felt like joining in. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So now you're working at AB2. What are you doing at AB2? Okay, well. Um, this is the thing I was telling you about where I was doing community liaison at AB2 keyword mm -hmm. uh, was, um, mm -hmm. and I, I, uh, I like the term, the title community liaison instead of manager better because <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to feel like a manager. Uh, you know, I want to feel like the liaison. But, yeah. Like um, the guy, the, the, the go between. Yeah. Yeah. The go between the connector. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that was cool. And I mean, I, AB2 is the first uh, NFT marketplace on Algo and most people were using it back in like early fall, late summer of 2021. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, it was started by two people, just like a side project. Uh, but then it kind of got overtaken by Rand and then Algo X and a few other marketplaces. And so um, it got invested in by a, a an investment group. Mm -hmm. Um, and unfortunately, as of like two days ago, three days ago, it turned out that it wasn't AB2 when it was first built, didn't have a fee model. It was just free. So mm -hmm. they were not making any revenue from the platform ever. Um, and we were in the process of planning a rebuild and going to rebuild it, aiming for like late summer release. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it just turned out that with the market turned so bad that, um, it wasn't sustainable, like, uh, to in, until that time, right? Like the, it, it, we weren't going to make it till October with the way it currently was not making revenue, which 
Um, it's tough because, you know, we got a great team together uh, and mm -hmm. like no one really wants to. Yeah, it's just tough. Um, it was unexpected. So that's kind of the random thing that happened in the past, like three days that no wait, one really wait, knows about yet. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, what happened? Wait, wait, I, I missed it. So, okay. So you had, you had an outside group coming into AB2. Are you telling me that AB2 is shutting down? It's going on ice. It's going on oh. ice until uh, oh. probably market conditions improve. Um, the good thing is the silver lining is that the company that invested in AB2 has a few other companies as well. And mm -hmm. they're taking the AB2 team and kind of re- uh, relocating them to some of the other companies. So we're not like completely, um, ass out, but right. it is, uh, it kind of sucks because, you know, yeah. just, we were all getting excited. We all just went to New York for NFT NYC. The team yeah. was all there. We spent the whole week planning the next three to three to four months of work. And then it's just like, right when we were about to get going, you know, it, it's, this happens. And I don't really blame anyone for it because, um, there's so many factors at play and then the macroeconomic conditions as well. No one can really expect if you're, if you're a group with, with investments in crypto and you're relying on those investments to, to support companies that you own and then your portfolio gets hit like the market has, it's going to be difficult, um, to, to fund a, a project that's like currently has no revenue stream. So, right. yeah. Um, that's kind of the scoop that happened very recently. So yeah, AB2 is currently on ice. Uh, wow. And so, been... so, and on ice means that it is literally, if I go to AB2 right now, there's no, I, I can't, I can't buy NFTs. No, it's going to continue working in the same way it's been working. Um, Got it. Got it. But it's just development's going to be massively slowed down to like, uh, you know, basically just whatever the, the two co-founders can do. Um, but right. the, the rest of the team has been, you know, we've been informed that like, it just isn't going to work as for AB2 full time anymore. Um, yeah. But from my own, from my own perspective, um, I honestly feel like this is a, this is like the opportunity I didn't know I needed um, yeah. to take Algo HQ into the, you know, the vision that I wanted to, it to be uh, in the past. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. So door closes, window opens type thing. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we're, we're also, you know, and I don't, I, I, I'm not like, cause I'm not really on TikTok and I've been resisting it for a while. I have people all the time being like, you need to do TikTok. And, and it's like, okay, I need to do a lot of things, but I mean, right. I think that like, <laughs> you know, so the answer is that, but, and we're, we're also both you and I are on different platforms really. And for the mm -hmm. most part, I mean, yeah. your, your uh, biggest presence is on, is on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm doing YouTube and the podcast now, and, you know, you have a big uh, Twitter following as well, but like, uh, yeah. So what's the plan, man? How, what's the, uh, what's the Algo HQ, uh, roadmap? The Algo HQ roadmap now is, um, I've established it now as an LLC. So, mm -hmm. uh, Ibu productions is now an LLC with Algo cool. HQ as like a, subsidiary within that. Uh, and I want to be available to help whatever project in the Algorand ecosystem needs it, whether it be with like media materials or marketing advice or community advice. 
um, because I found that, you know, work when I got the job with Algofy in the, in the fall, I worked mm-hmm. with them for like six months. And then mm-hmm. I worked with Guard for a bit. And then I worked with AB2 for a bit. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I have a decent experience now kind of helping companies come into the space and like get get familiar with the community and kind of figure out how to portray themselves as a Web3 company, like be in that culture and like wow. feel natural. Um, so I think that, and I also like, I just kind of work better independently. Like I don't, I don't really like having a boss. Like, I don't know think anyone likes having a boss, but I don't like having a boss. Um, <laughs> even though my bosses at AB2, Algofy and Guard were like all cool people. Like they were all cool people. Yeah. But um, I, I did feel like the one thing I wish I could have done more is like have more creative input in like kind of what I'm going to do. I think I do mm-hmm. best like making videos and like kind of doing that kind of thing instead of, uh, I don't know, like running a discord. Like I can run a discord, but I, I like to be speaking. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's kind of the plan. Now I want to be available for, for newcomers to come into the, the ecosystem. And if they need like advice or something, yeah. um, you know, they can, they can come to me. So that's as well as like continue algo HQ and kind of keep going on that TikTok vibe and, uh, you know, that, that, that's yeah. the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. I mean, even the name Algo HQ being a headquarters for these projects, like as a, a sort of a consultant, um, kind of service, right. Where you're yeah. like, all right, dude, like you're coming in, you don't know a lot of people in this, in the ecosystem. So our community, so, you know, you can direct them and kind of guide them to be more easily integrated into the community. That's, right. That's, right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I, also, I think I honestly like unintentionally ha- picked a really good name. Uh, yeah, you really because, did. <laughs> it can mean so many different things. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, it sounds I, I very know, official. It does sound official. That's kind of why I picked it. But I think it's like uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I yeah, I it's. It does it's lock like, you in, though. You can't be like, oh, you know what? Cosmos is uh, is getting no, Zcash. Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't work. Algo HQ doesn't work in the Cosmos <laughs> ecosystem. Yeah. yeah, no, it does lock me in. I def- my whole like <laughs> thing now is a leverage bet on Algorand becoming successful. Yeah. Like I'm, le- yeah. I'm just taking my life and being like, all right, if Algorand becomes successful, then this should have should like kind of ride that wave. Yeah. But if Algorand goes belly up tomorrow, then I'm just yeah. like. Shit. You're, uh, like you're, yeah. <laughs> ass yeah. out so <laughs> you know at least with I mean, regroup you can pivot to something else yeah if, yeah if well, you, you, goes, <laughs> yeah everybody um everywhere will want to know how to recoup right but yeah. uh yeah <laughs> i um yeah i've actually been making a small effort lately to just kind of because i've noticed you know the tribalism that exists in all these um and all these different, you know, communities. And I'm thinking, well, I, I wouldn't mind being a place where I talk to other, other communities and other project leads and learn about it and try to kind of bridge because it is, I mean, you know, I don't tell the people I'm trying to talk to, but I do have a strong feeling that if people actually use Algorand, if they actually come over here, then it's, it's really hard to deny, um, how good it is really. Yeah. 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 No, it is. It is like once people, like in at AB2, a lot of the team they had been like from ETH and, and Soul. And mm-hmm. then they came they came over and used Algo and they, you know, they really like it because it's very like um clean and usable. 
I think mm-hmm. the thing that people from other ecosystems don't see in Algorand yet is that like 100x potential in either an NFT project, a coin or the or the algo token itself, even yeah. though like maybe we in the in the community, like we know the community and how strong the community is. And that will carry, in my opinion, that will carry us um, in the next crypto cycle. And like we have such a strong base of community to build on, like when the, when the market turns around. And I do yeah. think that people will find Algorand and after all these other, you know, blockchains and kind of like kind of archaic blockchains like Tron and kind of EOS and things that are should already be dead. But because like it's just crypto, like everyone will always speculate and try to buy the dip. So it's yeah. kind of, it's it's so difficult for like for a, a blockchain market cap to really like fall because yeah. there will always be those believers. And, and to be honest, we are those believers in Algo as well. So we're part of the we're a small fraction of holding it up too and like the, our audiences are as well although yeah. we can see the potential that algorand can reach compared to like another blockchain so i think that in this in this bear market if it goes on for a few more months like a lot of a lot of blockchains will will find difficulty and i do predict that people from struggling ecosystems will have to find a new home if they want to stay in crypto and yeah it's it's whether we in the Algorand community, uh, as content creators, as as app builders, as NFT artists, can can uh, establish enough of a compelling narrative that those people will find something and, yeah. and latch on. And like then, all you need in I think in Algorand, all you need is that one thing to get you interested. And if you start to become more interested and learn more, you you really get into it uh, because yeah. it's very it's very fun, honestly. So. Um, yeah. That's kind of my thesis on on Algorand. I think that we made maybe didn't have the massive pop off that we all wanted in the past bull run, like compared to uh, other ecosystems. But I think you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger as well. So mm-hmm. if we're not dead yet, and pe- people like you and you and I are still making videos and content, and people are still bu- building their apps and and NFT volumes are going up and, and AlgoFi and folks finance are still alive and thriving and governance yeah. is going well. You know, if all these things are going well, the fundamentals speak for themselves. And then once the speculation comes back, I think people will gravitate to fundamentals, especially after the past crypto cycle with, with all the scams and the, and the hacks yeah. and, the, and the speculation, Doge, Luna, Shiba, you know, yeah. a lot of ETH NFTs, like, uh, yeah, I mean, well, I, I, wanna, I like. Uh, yeah, I go ahead. Question: Like, how do you feel about that? Like, kind of what I just said, and like all the craziness that was happening in the past two years in crypto. Well, oh, first, I want to say uh, to what you were saying is that something that I've noticed is that these communities that we, you know I go in the different discords I go in are on Twitter. People aren't disappearing from the Algorand community. They're, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's happening, but it seems like. I'm not seeing a lot of fall off. I'm seeing the same faces. I'm seeing the same people. I see the same conviction from 95% of the people that I'm actually paying attention to. I, I'm not, I'm very infrequently being like, oh, what happened to that person? So mm-hmm. I think that there's a um, a conviction with Algorand, the Algorand community that's very strong. I think when you talk about these other places, well, people are in it for the gains, right? I mean, look, everybody wants to make money. I'm not being 
I'm not naive, right. but yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, if you're solely somewhere because you think it's just going to go up and you don't really care enough to look underneath the hood, um, your loyalty is fickle, right? And right. you're going to see people drop off and blah, blah, blah. But I do. I, I, I agree with you. I think that as the this bear market, I don't think it's um, over yet. It's not obviously not over yet, but I don't think it's going to be over in the next month or two. I mean, you said a few months, hopefully. And um, I think that fundamentals and tech and it, I've been talking about this on Twitter a little bit. People are like, the tech doesn't matter, right? Nobody cares about the tech. Um, and it's like, well, really? Like, is that really true? Because you can't really do much if the tech isn't there, right? I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, you can you can build some cool app, but if it's Solana and Solana keeps on going down or if you're trying to scale, like it just, it needs to, it, the tech needs to be there. And I think right. that we're going to move towards fundamentals and people are going to want the thing that's never been down, the thing that can actually scale for mass adoption. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the idea that people like, Chris Pikert and Silvio McCauley are the people that, you know, are building this with a, a great team. It's going to be a, appealing to people that actually know. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully with things like FIFA and, um, you know, these big world things, people's eyes will come here and they'll, they'll learn and actually come on to Algorand DeFi and see how quick and cheap and how fast and seamless and the opportunity that is here. Right. So I, yeah, I mean, look, so to kind of answer your question is that people were making money and mm -hmm. a lot of people thought that things wouldn't go down, you know, like right. it's just going to keep on going up. Maybe it'll go down a little bit, but then it just keeps on going up. And now yeah. everybody's realizing that, you know, Bitcoin can go from 69,000 to 17. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, we're sitting at what, 30 cents, 31 right. cents or whatever it is today. Mm -hmm. So there, I mean, we were not that long ago it was like 270. It right. was a short lived 270. It wasn't, didn't, <laughs> it didn't, it wasn't there long enough for me to take some profit. But, right. uh, but we still, still bounced around at $2 for a while. So, like, I, I totally did. see your point. Like, you know, things I never, I did not expect the algo price to go this low. I mean, yeah. who knows? We, neither you nor I predict it, but like, yeah, I definitely didn't expect it. But it does show who is like a real uh, believer. I guess yeah. and I don't want to sound like culty, but it just like it does yeah. show who's like actually down for the for the cause and like trying to build. And I think everyone who's in the Algorand ecosystem to this day and it remained like through all the difficulty of the bear market is pretty dedicated in their own way to to helping out, whether it be just buying some NFTs or being in discords or running a whole company. You know, everyone's yeah. like down for something and not many people at this point if they're still around in the algorithm community are like gains hunting um, at least yeah. not right now, because there's nothing, there's no gains to be found. Uh, the speculation's gone. NFT yeah. projects are not popping off. Really? Remember, remember like December with, with like tiny chart and like the ASA kind of crazy bull run that, that oh, yeah. like that was nuts. And like, that's yeah. not happening right now. Um, no, and a new NFT project couldn't drop without having it be sold out within three minutes. I mean, there yeah. wasn't. It was there was a euphoria that that was very very strong for sure. Right. And you know, to your point earlier, I will say, look, when I talk to people about okay, how do we, how does Algorand grow? And it's a very obvious thing, but we need more people. Like I just talked to NF Domains. And John Mazzoni was, I was talking about, so how does the Algorand eco, you know, NFT space 
grow? And he goes, well, there's only 10,000 active wallets um, in the algo NFT um, community. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it's like, we need more people. We need to bridge over more people and all this stuff. And it's like, you're only going to bridge either you, you create some amazing app that everybody needs to use. I mean, that Solana step in thing was really, um, really successful. I think it's down 95%, but like they got a ton of people using that thing. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and so obviously some sort of app that'll draw people in, but also like, you know, content that people want to watch in, you know, right. and, you know, and having, some support to the content creators could be a good thing, I guess. But um, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? How do you think we get to a, a more awareness and like mass adoption and like where we all think we this should go for Algorand? I so like I'm not going to I'm not going to say I've been in the crypto space since before 2020, but I've like tried to learn as much as possible from you know, the people who have been here since before then. And yeah. Algorand gets a lot of a lot of flack for being like a Fed coin from a lot of like old crypto heads. Like they think Algorand is like government tied and et cetera. And like, that's why they're not that willing to go on it. And, you know, I think that that whole mentality is just going to turn out to be wrong because I think by the time the next crypto cycle or macroeconomic cycle begins and things start to uh, become more prosperous, the government will have figured out some type of basic regulation for crypto. And yeah. it's inevitable that the US government will step in in some way. Like they're not going to let it be the Wild West forever. And yeah. that's one, that's another reason why I, I like Dalgren because I, you know, the, the connections that they have with the government, I felt, okay, if this stuff ever does become, you know, shit hits the fan and like they start to really crack down, I feel like Algorand won't be hit as hard as some of the others, maybe the Binance's and Ethereum and Solana's of, of the, of the space. So I think people try to deny that like in, in Ethereum, they try to use that as like a, a, like, okay, I don't like Algorand because of this, but being realistic, you know, you can't run from the US government forever and you can't eventually they're going to have tools to track your all your crypto transactions probably already do. And, mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to be able to, to hide money the same way that people were hiding Bitcoin like five to 10 years ago. So um, I think that I think it's going to I think with Algorand, it's actually going to just be a huge partnership that neither you nor I will really see coming, or maybe we heard about it, but then it actually becomes reality. Like yeah. FIFA and like FIFA is really big. Like that's probably going to be massive. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe with a bank, like we always hear about Algorand working with banks, but we have yet to really see any of the actual, uh, you know, meat from it. I'm trying, I'm yeah. like trying to find the right metaphors, but like, um, yeah. but eventually one of those things will happen, right? Like Absolutely. eventually something big will happen where it's a watershed moment and then everyone's like, okay, this is undeniably like a thing. And you and I both believe that, but I think that's like, people always talk about Algorand's marketing. Oh, you need to market more. Like you need more marketing. And I don't think so. Like they, sure they could do more marketing. Like, and they did with FIFA, like at the world cup, you're probably going to see Algorand ads on TV, mm -hmm. but the biggest thing will come from getting fortune 100 companies and big banks and institutions using some type of blockchain technology in the background and then the the tvl of algorand just goes straight up right like because you have big assets or 
some hedge fund or real estate on it. It's the boring stuff. The boring stuff is going to be what gets gets us to the promised land, I guess, because, you know, no matter how much uh, capital the crypto community has, the retail community, it's never going to match what an institution or two can do by themselves. So, you know, I think that for all that we do and like community building, the watershed moment's going to come from some huge institution just saying like, yeah, we're going to, we figured out a way to use blockchain and we're going to use it. And I think a lot of people are going to use Algorand because of Silvio. Um, That's right. Just like his trust, he seems very trustworthy in the space. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of bad actors in this space, but he just seems like, like if I was running a hedge fund or something and I want to go on chain, I would go to him because he's like yeah. the guy. So, yeah. um, but it's difficult from, because those deals move so slow and sometimes take years to really like get pen to the paper. Uh, but well, that, that, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. That and uh, regulatory, you know, those big places, those big institutions have regulatory concerns and they're going to move right. slowly until there's clarity on, you know, the ramifications of, of them using blockchain technology. Exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think first we're going to have to see clear regulatory standards from the government. Once right. those are established, we'll see institutions start to make moves because they, mm-hmm. they know what they can do and they can't do. Um, and I think by the time the next crypto cycle hits, there will have to be some type of standard or some type of guidelines or guardrails. Because I think in 2021, crypto hit such a popular point in culture that the government can't deny its existence and they know it's not going to really go away. Yeah. So they have to say something. And they, I think they made some statements that they don't want to stifle the creativity and the, and the, and the economic opportunity. Uh, they just don't want the scams. I think yeah. when it comes to their determination of scams, they can be wrong sometimes uh, sure. because it's easy to like look at a lot of projects and think they're scams when they're not or look at a lot of projects that are weird and like fishy and think they're legit. So it's kind of right. confusing. Um, but I think that what's going to get Algorand to the next level is regulation, even though people don't yeah. want to hear it. That's what it's probably going to be. And then the, and the concern with the regulation is obviously that they overregulate. You know, they you know, if you ask Gary Gensler, it sounds like he thinks that everything is a security except for Bitcoin. I mean, yeah. um, or, you know, maybe some of the Bitcoin forks. So hopefully and you can tell, by the way. Uh, listening to you talk that you've been talking about Algorand for a while, because this is this is the thing, you know, a, a year ago, a, a year and a couple of months ago, this is what we were talking about is like, OK, sure, DeFi and these things, but it's going to be these large institutions. And this is what I was talking about. This is what we've all we've all were talking about. And I think that that still is true. There, but, I think um, there's space for both. Like there's space <laughs> for big institutions. And then that's like. That's what you and I do is that if there's space for big institutions and maybe like a, the FIFA news or some big news that comes out in the future will get some eyes turned on to Algorand, they need, yeah. those people need to be able to see that it's not just about that. And there's like a very thriving, you know, grassroots community that they yes. can join and like kind of do their own thing. And they don't need to right. be a, a bank to use Algorand or, or some type of like institution. There's enough on the, on the ground level that there's a lot of opportunity and uh, a lot of space to like come in and be someone influential or important. I still think there's so yeah. much space for that in Algorand because yeah. look at the ETH, ETH ecosystem. There's so many influencers, so many NFT projects. I was at NFT NYC last week yeah. and 
um, walking around the the conference uh, hotel floor, there's like, you know, five or six floors of NFT booths. And I think like 90% of those were on Ethereum. And it's like, it's too overwhelming. It's like, there's too many projects for any one person to really clock and any yeah. one person to, you can't own them all. Like that would be impossible. And there's like very ambitious projects too. So that's the, that's the point that Ethereum has gotten to where there's like so many things. I wish these people admitted to themselves that their project will probably not work on Ethereum like over time. But yeah, you know, one thing I like about the Algorand ecosystem is that people who are in Algo are more, they think differently. I feel like they think differently because they're not going to go for the most popular thing. They're going to try to go for something that's un, unknown and riskier, but possibly will be more rewarding. And, um, and appreciate the, and by the way, also appreciate fundamentals. And they're, right. they're, it's the type of person that looks at it, it makes sense. And they, they see the fundamentals are there. So it's like, okay, this is, this is underrated, you know? And right. Yeah. Yeah. That's always how I felt about Algorand. I was like, this yeah. is underrated. And like, yeah. once people, but it's tough because I, I expected more people to care about fundamentals. They just don't they really. Don't. They, they really don't. And that's really what, don't. you know, I had a, a, a brief interaction with Mark Cuban and that was basically what he says is that they really don't. I mean, his point I think was that you need a killer app. So wherever the app is, that's where the people are going to go. So yeah. you need to figure out the killer app. And I, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, it, yeah. the killer app, that's like just the tech, that's the entrepreneur in him being like, that's all he cares about. He's like, he's looking for the next best big thing. Um, I was going to say something else just about, yeah, you know, like you were saying, there can be room for both the institution adoption and then also the retail like DeFi and NFTs and stuff. Because yeah. as we kind of move forward and you're, you're a different generation than I am. So you're probably, you know, you're on TikTok and may even be more aware of this than I am, but it's, as we move forward to like embodying the internet more with the metaverse and just like these digital worlds being our lives, you know, this mm -hmm. is like really kind of crazy. You know, I have yeah. friends that I've never actually met in life, but I, I know them, I've seen them. Like, you know, we like, this right. is, this is what's happening. So in crypto, what it does so well is creating communities, right? Where it's not just linking like, okay, I knew you in high school or, you know, whatever, whatever mm -hmm. it is, it's linking people with like a financial interest as well. But yeah. in, so it's creating these communities and people are really kind of like setting up their lives in these digital spaces around, you know, a lot of cryptocurrencies and other things, NFT projects. And that's so important. And it's only going to grow. This is clearly where we're headed. It's like yeah. the new social media is like we're we're in not just popularity anymore. It's also our money that we're yeah. we're kind of putting into this into mm -hmm. this. So yeah. it, that when, when your money's involved, then you're really invested. And then now you're paying attention even more. Right. So it, it is important that the financial, if, if people are only losing money, you know, it's not going to be good for the growth of the community. So mm -hmm. the price, price matters. And now I'm, now I'm kind of going in a bunch of different directions. I, I'm off my point, but also I guess what is that price does matter on some level. Like we need to figure out how to foster you know we don't want to be totally inflationary and people are just constantly losing money because you're not going to be able to grow anything community wise that way yeah but you know i don't know yeah no price <laughs> price even though 
on my channel, I try to not talk about like, or make videos about the price because I'm yeah. not the guy who's going to be able to predict what the fuck is happening. I've made far too many bad trading decisions to <laughs> be the guy saying this is what's yeah. going to happen because it's always yeah. unpredictable. Even the people with big funds and billions of dollars don't have the, the crystal ball and they'll still no. get burnt. So yeah. it's not my place to be telling people what the price is going to do, but the price totally matters because that is the biggest marketing factor in this, yeah. like for, for equities and stocks and, and crypto. It's like, once the price goes crazy, then you start to get uh, Yahoo finance articles written about uh, Doge has gone up 15,000% yeah. in the past seven days. And then guess what? Like people, most people, the, most people, the, the, the real, the reality is most people are, are more followers than like, than individuals. They yeah. don't feel confident doing anything and doing anything with no one in front of them. They need someone else to test it out first yeah. before they go and do it. But then by in, in this world of investing, if you do that, you're probably gonna be late unless even more people follow you. And over the past two years, since the COVID crash until January, 2022, or maybe November, 2021, when the market peaked, I mean, that's when I got into investing. So I can't even say I'm different than these people, not these people, but like most people, like most people who got into <laughs> investing crypto stocks in that time, like I was one of them. Um, yeah. So I understand it. And that's why I understand it from this perspective that I, for that period of time, it was just consistently more people coming into the space and more people coming into the space. So there was more money flowing in. We should have realized that when Elon Musk went on SNL, it was over. Like, yeah. We should have realized. And I was actually watching that episode with my friend while we had the Doge price like on our phone mm -hmm. uh, and just watching it like capitulate completely, which was super hilarious. But um, so I mean, it was I mean, I, I have know. to say I, I wasn't I wasn't somebody that was invested in Doge or, you know, I had somebody said I had a little bit, but it wasn't anything significant. And uh, it was fun, man. That whole mania was a funny thing to watch. Like, and then mm -hmm. you would go on like stock twits or something and go to the Doge page and just like the memes. I mean, you know, whatever. It was kind of hysterical, like how stupid it was or is, you know, you know? It, it was. <laughs> and I think like yeah. being a noob and now having gone through a huge boom cycle from March 2020 at the absolute bottom to November 2021 at the super top. And now the past few months have been like, you know, bloodbath. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've learned a lot and, you know, I should have realized that when I, when I heard random people uh, at my college, like coming up to me and being like, being like, Oh, I got to check the doge price. I already made 300 bucks today off of 50 bucks. And it's like random people who do not know anything about crypto. And I, I actually knew a good amount about crypto at that time. So I was like, I would know how fundamentals work, how blockchain works, and like you know how, how all these things work. None of those people knew any of that, but they just were still on Robinhood buying Doge. Why didn't I realize like, okay, this is it? Like that that yeah. when you have random people telling someone else what to do because it's making them quick money, it's over. When people when it's too fun to to invest, it's yeah. over. Yeah. Like when it's when it's just too easy and fun. Yeah. Like I didn't know it at the time, but like, that's the sign. Like 
this this is not sustainable when you have you know every every uh john doe um yeah having a blast like flipping shit coins or like trading day trading doge it's just like yeah. but it, i don't yeah. know when we'll see another time like that but it was absolutely incredible like um it was it, it was it, yeah with GameStop and AMC and there was just like this crazy euphoria of like the the common guy is gonna win you know right and right. and it, un, unfortunately <laughs> the, the machine made sure that everybody I, I, maybe GameStop is still up I don't know but the you know the common guy rarely wins in any of this and that is part of the hope of crypto I'd say something about investing is that you know. I've been around long enough to invest in tech stocks and, you know, time in the market usually wins. If you're invested in real things, time in the market usually plays out in your favor, obviously. Mm -hmm. So if it's like euphoria stuff, like you're saying, like you should have known, like Doge is, you know, is not going to a dollar, you know, 75 cents. That was the top. And, you know, time in the market, you may not win there. I mean, unless Elon, that Doge is actually unique in the sense that, yeah. There is a very powerful guy that can kind of put it on his back in a way. If he actually mm -hmm. buys Twitter and it becomes the tipping coin for Twitter or something like that, mm -hmm. you know, that that creates real world value. But, but who knows? Yeah. Right? Like how, knows? how even if he were to do that, like that's it's that's still so much like speculation that a lot of people when he came out with that Twitter announcement were like saying, oh, he's going to do this, integrate Doge. We can have Doge. It's like that might take a year or two to do like you know yeah. how that stuff takes so long and it's not as simple as just pressing a button and pressing the doge button uh and just like that it's not as simple as pressing the algorand button to like go to a bank and be like use this and like it, like use this it's better for you and you'll be able to do all the things you you want but in a faster and cheaper way like yeah. we wish it was that easy but yeah never it's is the, it, it's so not that easy what when you comes to elon musk that you have like his brother and cousin over there at dequency and he's yeah. still not coming over to algorand like come on elon right like, right and it's the carbon negative chain so elon you're not watching but you know it makes a lot of sense right like right but sometimes he he is clearly of the opinion that what makes sense isn't necessarily what's right he He's saying irony is the way to go you know because maybe algorand's yeah. boring or something and it, he's like irony will win the least mm -hmm. expected outcome is, mo is usually the the most fun or whatever that whatever that saying is. But yeah, um, I think I Algorand's know. pretty unexpected by most people in the crypto space. It's even though it's top thirty market cap, it's um, yeah. it's still like by ninety five percent of people in the crypto space, like uh, kind of just maybe they know about it, maybe they don't. Are they? Yeah. Are, do they? Are they involved? Probably not. Um, yeah. So I do well, think you'll kind of. It has that going for it in a way where it might be a, a sleeper. Oh, for you know? sure. I see that. And, you know, even when you go to these like uh, these conventions and stuff, you'll have people come up and be like, oh, is Algorand a layer two? It's like, oh, man, like we are early. Like, yeah. People don't like people don't know. They, they mm -hmm. just don't know. Mm -hmm. um, how was it? How was NFT NYC? NFT NYC was cool. Um, it's really like it's with these events like it's so much more about the side events than the main event like you yeah. might go to the main event but when like honestly that ticket was eight hundred dollars and i can't even lie to you i maybe spent like an hour in there like i know that was the most expensive hour i've ever paid for because um 
I went into the hotel and you know, the funny thing is I didn't even need to pay for the ticket. Could have literally just walked in and walked around. They didn't check. They didn't even check. They didn't even check for the ticket. Funny. So I'm just like, that's so like, I, I I know what you're saying. So you paid for the ticket. You paid for the ticket. That was out of your pocket, huh? No, thankfully I was like supported to get the ticket, but I still felt bad that anyone had to pay for it. Because (laughs) it just like, it's all about, you know, especially, I think it's all about the side events, meeting people and like, you know, keeping those friendships and and relationships going. Because when when you're on that conference floor and there's 5,000 people like, and it's super crowded, like, I, I don't think... I'm going to meet anyone that like, there's too many people to meet that I don't know where to go. I'm just like kind of meandering around looking at the, looking at the booths and stuff. Um, If you have something to sell, maybe you would get a booth there, but yeah, it's, it's these, I feel like a lot of, a lot of crypto is like based around conference, like, you know, get everyone in the same place. And you kind of realize that the industry, the people working in it is actually pretty small. Um, mm-hmm. cause you see a lot of the same people, especially in Algorand, like you see a lot of the same people, which I think is cool. It's kind of like a very, like, okay, this is like the core community of like maybe a thousand people. Um, right. But it's, uh, yeah, like NFT NYC was, was, was cool in that way. Um, where it got to meet new people, see old people. Um, you know, Jeff from startup boost, he ran a good party. We sponsored it for AB2 or from AB2. The AB2 team mm-hmm. was like planning the whole week. So it was cool until like three days ago. And then I was like, wait, what? Like that was confusing, but Hey, <laughs> that's crazy. No hard, yeah. no hard feelings. So fast. No. Yeah. I mean, shit happens. Like, um, I feel like working in crypto and then like getting a few jobs at different companies. Like I do think that the job security in this industry is so shaky. Like you really don't know like if you if that job is secure even if you're doing everything you can because um like with algofi like i I, everything was going well like the protocol was thriving and then it was just like yeah like you know we're not gonna continue with the community manager role and then with ab2 it was like uh everything seems to be going well and then it's like okay we can't keep running this company so that's a big reason why i'm just deciding to go independent because i can't be I can't be battered around like that. I, I don't want to feel like a leaf in the wind. Um, I get it. I yeah. get that, man. I know. I I when I started doing this, I had an opportunity to do a show with a, a group of people, and they they um you know they wanted to produce it, and I really did find that I was like, what did you just do? I did it for a little bit, but in the middle of it, I was like, man, you made a mistake. Like the reason why you wanted to do this is because you didn't have somebody else. Cause like I, I have a history in acting and it's constantly right. like auditioning and, Oh, I hope this person likes me or okay. like, I hope, you know, what, what trying to get something that there's always some like, you know, gatekeeper that is going to bestow something to me and give it yeah. to me. And one of the best things about this was that nobody, I mean, I can set this up and I can do it. I can edit it and you know, I have to do everything and it takes forever and it's a lot yeah. of work. Yeah, I totally agree. Like now kind of transferring Algo HQ into its own entity. There's a lot I have to learn. Um, yeah. You know, I've n- I haven't done something like this before, but I think it's a challenge that will be, you know, very exciting. So shit, I'm down for yeah. it. Like, let's just yeah. go for it. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, well, and 
Yeah, and things are going to die. You know, not that AB2 is dead by any means, but I'm just saying we're in a market right now where funding is going to dry up and we're going to see things fall off. And so building your thing now is a great time because there's going to, you know, people are going to need that help. And this is the time to kind of do it because yeah, it's not the euphoria is when everybody's trying to do everything. And, you know, yeah. now is like, okay, yeah. who's still, who's still here? And, you know, let's, mm-hmm. let's keep going. But have you seen that Twitter account coin fashions? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love that account too. Just like it's uh, <laughs> basically, if you're watching, and like it's a, a Twitter account called Coinfessions where people like anonymous, anom- anonymously, excuse me, DM and like say some type of crypto confession, and it's just it kind of I love it because it makes me feel like everyone went through the same shit of getting yeah. like battered around. And there was this one the other day that's like I run a crypto company that's worth thirty million, and like we're about to run out of money for for the the employees so i'm thinking of liquidating the entire treasury to pay salaries and it's like this shit's happening every day to everybody yeah. like no, i don't yeah. know many people who are safe right now unless you were bold enough to short the top and you didn't even know it was the top so um yeah i mean i think the the sentiment is down in the gutter uh that's mm-hmm. why you see people saying like algorand's dead like no one cares about this tech blah 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 and from what I can gather, that's what people always say when things are really bad and when things are really bad and you hear that, then, um, you know, it's, it's got to get better eventually. Uh, yeah. So I just think to anyone like listening, if you can just stick it out for a little and stack mm-hmm. cash, then you'll yeah. probably make it. You'll probably make yeah, it. Yeah. You, or, you know, these days you pay attention because stack cash, but also use some of that cash now, you know, don't right. just buy when it's at the top because, and right. because every, like you were talking about this follower mentality, it sometimes will take, it takes courage, you know, to buy yeah. algo at 27 cents when you, when you may have first bought it at 210 or something like that, you right. know, like it, it, it's kind of counter counterintuitive that it takes courage to buy it at 27 cents, but not at 210, but like it does sometimes, you, you know, and, 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 what for people that are going through this bear market and if it's their first one and all that time in the market does pay off, but also like, you know, taking profits along the way is not a betrayal to the, uh, to the investment. You know what I mean? Like if you are, you know, you can, you can play this in a way where it keeps going up and, and then, and then when it goes down, you've secured your position so then you can take advantage of when things drop like this. So, yeah. you know, spending time, sticking to your conviction, taking profits, those are all good things to do as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, we obviously are on the same page. You know, we, we can we could sit here and talk about how great Algorand is probably for a couple of hours. <laughs> I mean, and in the sense though, that we both have this conviction, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're here, we've been mm-hmm. here for a while. You've been here for a while. And, um, we believe in it and I'm going to write it out and I'm hoping that it delivers, you know, cause if it doesn't, you know, when algo was at 270 and I didn't sell and it never gets back there, that's going to be hard to remember when I looked at my wallet and thought, oh man, this is kind of nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Look what I did. <laughs> cause yeah. that doesn't, that yeah. wallet doesn't look the same. Nah. <laughs> but, no, <laughs> you just nah. got shaved off. Yeah. And it was, it was fun for a bit. Oh man. Anyways. 
but still fun uh, now but it's definitely yeah. more exciting when you look at your wallet and you see some crazy thing and you're like oh my god yes. like yeah but, <laughs> you're like yes um, yeah yeah but yeah. you know one thing that i learned in the past two years it's like the market moves in two ways not just one and yeah you can you can take advantage of both ways if you're if you're savvy um yeah. or if you're patient i think I think what caught me up a lot of the time with trading is trying to do like is making short-term trade decisions, but then trying to ride it out for the long-term. So it's yes. like, if I bought, like I'd say I, I bought algo at almost every price. So like anywhere from where it was before the big run to up at the top of the big run back down here, you know, I've been yeah. pretty much buying it the whole time, but sometimes like I would, look at a chart on like a two hour time frame, and I'm like, okay, this looks good. I'll buy it. But then I would like hold it for what shouldn't have been a two hour time frame. should have held it for 12 hours, held it for two weeks and then shit ends up going belly up. So that's another thing. Like I'm not a trader. I'm not trying to give it trading advice, but to anyone watching, but like, I don't know, think about like, if you're making an investment right now, you should be thinking long-term probably instead of like, um, yes. when you get to the top of the market, that's kind of when you make your short-term plays. I don't know. Yeah, who I mean knows? that. that yeah, who knows, right? I mean, but I, I see, I see what I certainly see what you're saying about you know uh, making you know buying for a, a short term like time frame and then just holding. Yeah, but like have those have your objectives aligned. If you're a right. trader, be a trader. Trade, right. you know, tra exactly. trade the mo trade momentum, or you know, you know, do that. If you're um, along, be along and take profits, like, and um, have stop loss. If you're yeah. if you're worried, like, be, you know, do that. And right. uh, so it's, yeah, be in sync with what. You don't do, don't buy with one philosophy and then hold with another. Or you know what I mean? Yes, you, you get yes, it. You get exactly. It. That's exactly. Yeah. You, you put it better than me. Like, don't, yeah. Yeah. If you have a thesis, stick to the thesis. If you have a plan, yeah. stick to the plan. Don't mix your plans up. You can have a long-term hold and a long-term investment and a short-term investment and they shouldn't like cross with each other. And that's a mistake yeah. I made a good amount. And yeah. uh, it's just good learning experience, I guess. I think like, yeah. even though, um, even though this whole bull market, like there were times where I had ridiculous, you know, things happening. And then like, I not often was I realizing that, uh, but it's corny, but like, it's all about the friends we made along the way, you know, like, I feel like no, being, yeah, no, like, um, starting Algo HQ has given me a ton of opportunity that I'd never expected to have. So it's kind of more valuable than having like made a lot of money, even though like some people might disagree and been like, you should have just made money, but Hey, like, I don't know. I think it's better to be involved with something that I can do rather than something I can have. Like I can yeah. have money or I can do something in real life and that's going to be more rewarding over time. So, yeah. And if yeah. you're along and you believe in Algorand, it's going to, it's going to work out. You know, you're yeah. investing, you're investing your time, you're creating a community, you're creating relationships. And I mean, I have a similar experience. I find a lot of value in, you know, making these videos, seeing that, um, People enjoy them seeing that people, you know, are digging my sense of humor. I'm sure there's people out there that don't dig my sense of humor, but that's fine. But like, it's just, it's one of those things where I'm seeing that like, okay, man, like this is good. Like I yeah. feel, I feel like it's, this is good. And, and I wouldn't do it unless I believed in it. Like if I stopped believing in Algorand, like that's, 
I'm not going to continue like just because uh, that's who I am. I mean, and yeah. that's, I'm, I'm not saying that because I have any kind of doubt or anything, but it's just, I don't know. I, I'm here because I believe in it and that's what I'm doing. So that's, yeah. that's how, and I like to inform people and I like to entertain. So yeah. that's what, that's, that's really what I'm doing. And there is a lot of satisfaction in that. Now, yeah. my, my wife in the other room might be like, oh, this is great. Oh yeah. Community. Yeah. Okay. We're about to have a third kid. <laughs> so figure, figure out the, uh, the other side of the community park coop. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> which I'm, I'm doing all right, but all right, man. Well, look, what, what else before we sign off here, what else, uh, should we say, uh, I don't know. So you're, so you, you're like, I'm freshly catching you on a transitional moment, right? So Algo yeah. HQ is going to grow in this um, kind of liaison type of way, this kind of helping people um, consulting and you're going to, now you're going to have more time to focus on these videos. Yeah. Um, I think like if you're watching this, then, uh, you know, subscribe to the recoup and yeah. Um, yeah. you know, if you, if you're a new company, hit me up on Twitter at AlgoHQ. I'll try to help yeah. you. Uh, and, you know, stick around, stay building, be patient. And um, I think good times, good times will come. That's all yeah. I really want to say at the end of it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, yeah. obviously check out AlgoHQ on TikTok. You're, you're on TikTok. You're on YouTube as well, right? But I don't, you don't yeah. really update that very often, do you? Um, I'm starting to upload my TikToks daily, like, like, from like months ago and just try to do upload all of them eventually. But yeah, yeah mostly, mostly uh, Twitter and Twitter and TikTok. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it was fun talking and uh, yeah. If, and if we, uh, we know if we can ever figure out a way that we can collaborate and have a good time doing it, like we should do it. For sure. Much right, love, so man. Thank right, you. Bro. Thanks. Thanks okay. for coming on, man. Talk to you soon.